The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to the last Prepper Standing Podcast, Episode 1. This is our maiden voyage. I want to tell you guys right up front that I'm very grateful you're listening to this podcast, especially if you've been following me from Instagram on American Prepper Group, the Prepper Syndicate, and of course, the last Prepper Standing Also on YouTube, not a lot of followers on there, but I'm sure that's going to grow. The whole plan is to follow the Prepper's Creed. And if you guys haven't heard the Prepper's Creed, I feel it's important to start out episode one with that because I love it. I'm not 100% sure who made the Prepper's Creed. It is not mine. I did not invent it. But I believe it was the Prepared Suburbanite. You will see it on other prepping pages out there. But I, I believe it was the first person who I heard give the prepper's creed so i'm going to start it out i'm going to kick off episode one with that the prepper's creed i am a prepper and a survivor i accept responsibility for my own life and the lives of my family i am an advocate for preparedness common sense and reason i am an advocate for freedom to be self-reliant i will never give up or abandon a family member or member of my group i am disciplined and continue to improve my mental, physical, and emotional resilience. I continue to prove my self-reliance by developing and maintaining not only my tools and equipment, but also my skills and my knowledge. I am a guardian of civilization and stand ready to serve as a beacon of light in dark times. I am committed not only to the survival of my family and my community, but also to enjoy Every day by making those around me feel cherished. I am a prepper. That is the Prepper's Creed. It stood out to me so much the first time I heard it. And I was years into prepping. I think a lot of us kind of not sure how the identity of a prepper really really is able to be manifested into a creed or a definable lifestyle versus just a hobby or something you do or really prior to 2021 something that made you seem kooky i think one of the biggest reliefs as preppers over the last few years is getting the ability to not seem as crazy to your friends and family members. I know so many people who reached out to me and said that that was the case for them and they're so happy they prepared. And for a lot of people, including myself, it was justification to years of living a life a certain way. A life that may have seemed uncertain and unfamiliar and at times maybe even made you question yourself and your own sanity. But once I heard the Prepper's Creed, and this is well before uh, 2020, it just kind of solidified where I was at mentally, where I was at spiritually, and why I wanted to be a prepper. So as the Prepper Creed reads, I'm also an advocate for the freedom to be self-reliant. I'm an advocate for preparedness, common sense, and reason. That's what so much of this podcast is going to be about, is really those two things right there, as well as the other stuff that goes along with it. But to me, being an advocate for preparedness, you want to do as much stuff as possible to put the idea of preparedness out there. And that's something I'm prepared to do. 
So this show, I promise you, as we go along, is going to evolve. The quality is going to get better. I believe that one of the biggest things that hold people back from being preppers, from pursuing stuff they want to do, is the idea that they have to have it perfect before they do it. So I have trained myself and disciplined myself to the point where I just jump into stuff and as it progresses, I work towards perfection. And sometimes you could have a perfect plan, do everything perfect, and then it fails and you've over-invested and it could discourage you and the future from doing things that you may want to do. So instead of uh, being discouraged and over-planning and worrying about all that stuff, I'm just jumping right into the podcast. So maybe the sound quality is not the best. Maybe the format's not the best. Those things will evolve as followers and all that type of stuff increases over time i want to make sure that i give back proportionally to what i'm doing so bear with me as we get into this like i said this is just episode one we're going to journey along here i have a loose format of how i want this show to go because we're going to cover everything from headlines to watchers preppers new gear that i've bought and exactly what i think's going on in the prepping community be doing some reviews of other preppers content other preppers um information that they're putting out there because i think one thing that happens in the prepping community is there's not enough um or there's too much back and forth about what is the right thing to do and not enough about doing it and giving credit to people who are putting good ideas out there so there will be times when i critique somebody and it's not really like the best critique but for the most part what i want to do is really elevate promote and share positive stuff from other preppers i think it'd be great to really work on and develop that sense of community that so many people say they want and so many people say that they wish they had in the prepping community so With no further ado, I want to dig into some headlines that I believe um, you guys should have on your radar as preppers. The first and foremost at the front of what we're having to deal with right now is the inflation. Inflation, as of today, reports are out that it's at a 40-year high. Now, with a 40% inflation rate, it's probably a good time. If it's dipping into your income, if it's dipping into your um, ability to pay some of your main bills, is a great time to tap into those food stores. A great time to really kind of up the rotation of what you have. If you have a bunch of pasta st- uh, stacked back and your family regularly has spaghetti or new or some type of noodle meal, now would be a great time to dig into those preps. Don't go spend the extra money at... Um, the grocery store or the Walmart or whatever it is and put that extra money that you would be spending. So treat it like you still have that bill and put it to the side. Cause maybe as this economy continues to shift and change, not buying groceries right now and tapping into your preps will be the difference that helps you make your mortgage payment. That helps you make your rent that helps you make your car payment, something like that. So as the inflation hits those type of numbers and those type of levels is when we should start pulling the trigger on utilizing our preps. It's also a great time using these news articles to think about how we could apply it to our prepping when you see stuff about the inflation being up 40% and knowing that you have to go get food, you have to go get groceries, not only tapping into your preps, but really shifting your focus to being more self-reliant. It's time to dig into those gardens. I know myself, if you're following on YouTube, I just posted up a gardening series on there. I'm going to make sure that this year we have a really good crop. 
because whether it's um, a whole lot and it able to completely replenish what and replace what we would have bought in the store or if it just takes away a quarter of what I would have had to purchase at the store that's going to help my budget that's going to help me as a prepper that's going to help our family plus it's using it's learning developing some good skills gardening is a skill it's not something that so many people I see are going to be able to do once it hits the fan you're not going to be able to just start a garden never having to never having garden before and have great success the best farmers in the world the best gardeners in the world have seasons where they were just off it didn't go the way they planned it didn't happen the way they thought it would happen so as those are some ideas that you could help some ideas that should help you as uh, we look at the headlines of the inflation um, some other headlines that we're kind of monitoring closely right now is the way that um, the U.S. responded to North Korea setting off a missile. They actually shut down, I believe it was for seven or eight minutes, all air travel on the West Coast. So that's a pretty terrifying thing. I think when that happened, um, we're in central time. We were already off to bed, to sleep. So very easily could have woke up to find out that, hey, North Korea set off a nuclear war, re-responded. We're in a whole new world right now. To me, it's not something that I would say I'm scared of, but it's something that I really think I would find annoying, especially considering we're a prepper and we plan for those type of things and, and we're vigilant for those type of events. But to go to bed and then you wake up and, hey, guess what? We're in full-blown nuclear war doesn't sound like a, a fun prospect to me so that's something we're kind of monitoring is how this new administration is going to be responding to foreign threats and that was kind of our first look at it i know some people think it was an overreaction but what that reaction was was us being prepared to fire off some nukes or if some nukes did hit the emp as we know the electric magnetic pulse that's going to happen from a nuke could very well bring down some airliners. So they're kind of erring on the side of caution, even though if they had, in my opinion, proper intelligence, they would have known it wasn't that serious of a missile um, to begin with. So that's one of the headlines that we're also monitoring right now. Some other things that are in the news that are catching our attention, and this is going to be serious for us as preppers, is the DOJ is forming domestic terror unit. If you go on to their website, the DOJ, and you look up exactly what are some indicators of what they consider domestic terrorists, most people who identify as preppers and live that prepping lifestyle would fall under that category. So it's very important for us to maybe practice a little bit of OPSEC. And if you guys are new to prepping, that's operational security. And maybe monitor what we post online, monitor who we talk to and who we let into our prepping groups that are brand new people. If we have established prepping groups, so many of um, these Patriot groups were infiltrated by federal agents who even pro provocateured many of the situations that were violent. So you got to be very careful about who you're keeping in your circle. And as the DOJ forms domestic terror units, that's something that you should keep on your radar as um, as a way to approach your prepping going forward, just in case they continue to maybe isolate people who are prepping and make you look to be the enemy. I know that when 
2020 first kicked off and the stores were empty and people were um, rushing to find toilet paper, we had some people who were kind of upset and wondering why we weren't having those type of struggles. It's kind of the, you know, crab in the bucket mentality. People don't want you to be doing better than them and they're going to try to pull you back down with them. So you got to be wary of that. Um, I I played along at work, to be honest. He said, oh, yeah, it's so hard to find toilet paper when in all reality, we were prepared for probably about a good year and it was not going to be something that we had an issue with at all. So, you know, the great toilet paper crisis really kind of fleshed out to me the way some people were going to react once they didn't have um, what they felt were necessities. And in my area, I don't know how it was in your area, the food started to go pretty thin too. And there were some grumblings and some concerns and people talking about, I can't believe these people who are going in there and they're buying a whole bunch of food at once. You know, we live in a free market economy. To me, if you have the ability to go in and, and purchase the whole entire meat section, then you have every right to do that. It's not your responsibility to think about other people who were unprepared. That's why part of the prepping key is you want to protect your community. And the way you protect your community is by preaching and advocating for prepping, not giving away your preps and helping out people who didn't do anything to prepare themselves. I don't think that's protecting your community. I think that's diminishing your community and letting people take advantage of you. So that's on our radar too. Uh, A lot of stuff to really think about in terms of the variants that are going around. I know the mask has been very, very politicized, and I think a lot of people who identify as preppers are being very standoffish to wearing a mask, which I am myself, but what I'm trying to make sure I do is pay attention if there's a big shift in the seriousness of the infection, if there's a big shift in the death rate. I am not embarrassed, I am not ashamed, I am not I do not think it is a political situation at all to wear a mask. I think it's a practicality reason. Is this mask going to protect me? Now, your cloth mask isn't going to do anything by all accounts. It may help a little bit, but wearing... So like I was saying, I am sorry about that. That was That's going to be one of those little production issues right there. But like I was saying, I'm not opposed to wearing a mask if the situation requires it. Don't let your hubris or your political ideology be the reason you get your whole family sick and potentially really harm people who you love and care about. Um, Breaking down, getting out of the headlines for now, kind of talking about a little bit of gear that I got that I'm really enjoying and I encourage each and every one of you to go check out is a pop-up fire pit. Recently, we went camping at Enchanted Rock, and I've seen this in other areas, too, in California. We moved from California to Texas, which I'll I'll talk about later, but one of the big things there is you couldn't have any ground fires, and that was the case in um, Enchanted Rock in Texas, too. So if you had a pop-up fire pit, you'd be able to utilize that. So having that with you when you go camping, or even if you're in a situation where you have to bug out, and you have the ability to have a nice, good pop-up fire pit that's not going to really put you as at much risk for having a ground fire or starting a starting a wire wildfire because you have a little bit better containment system with the pop-up fire pit. 
I encourage you guys to check it out. The prices range anywhere from $70 to about $120. There's different accessories you could get for it too, which would include like a grill. But it's one of the new prepping items that I got, and I think it's one of the coolest things that I've purchased in a while that's going to help with my prepping from bugging out to just using it in fun scenarios when we're hanging out camping. So I really encourage you guys to check that out. But those are some of the headlines. That's a little bit of a gear recommendation. And just continue to preach, advocate, and share the message of prepping. Thank you guys for coming and checking this show out. Like I mentioned, the show is going to be short sometimes. The show is going to be long sometimes. It'll continue to evolve and grow as the followers gain. Thank you.